Hey guys, welcome to episode 64 of the Mortgage Man podcast brought to you by Tanta. I'm here with Anthony Brown. As you can see on video, if you're not watching video, then you should on our YouTube channel. Um, and today we are talking about offset savings accounts and revolving credits. But before mm. we get into that, just a reminder, if you're in a place where you kind of need a bit of help because of the cyclone, banks are giving mortgage holidays interest-only periods and temporary overdrafts yeah. if you need it. So um, if you're in that situation, either reach out to us if we're doing your mortgage or to your bank directly and they should be able to list what uh, options are available to you. Yeah, and some of those options might be changing in the next few weeks, so just keep an eye out or if, if you're affected, just let us know and we can let you know when something, when options come up. Yeah, cool. So revolving credits and offset accounts. These are called all different names at different banks. I know ASB calls it an Orbit. Yeah. Um, at ANZ, they call it a Flexi. I can't remember what it's called at BNZ or Westpac, but... Um, Offsets, they have a total money, I think it's called. Yeah, and the key thing is that each bank's product is different. And unlike their fixed accounts and the way that most mortgages are done, this is probably the greatest variety in bank products. Mm, um, yeah. Among all the different banks, and it's why I guess having a mortgage broker that knows and works with all the different banks um, is so much more beneficial. Because if you just go into ASB, they're only going to be able to offer you their product, mm. and that may not suit you because they are quite different. And they don't even—it's not even that they're doing that intentionally. They don't even know the other banks' products because they're trained on their own products. Yeah, exactly. So let's—I mean, why are we talking about this? Let's start with that. Mm, so. Uh, why we're talking about this is probably more now than any time before the floating rate is so close to the fixed rate and that makes these facilities of revolving credits and offset um, savings accounts way more advantageous um, they were, they've always been advantageous but when the rate the floating rates like say 7.2 and the fixed rates like 6.5 that's really close yeah two two or three years ago it was more like five percent for a floating and two and a half for a fixed and it kind of, kind of meant that you had to have a lot more savings or you had to be a lot more diligent for this to make sense. Yeah, and I guess we're using revolving credit and offset savings as a interchangeable term, but maybe we mm. should talk about the differences between the two to start off with because like some banks don't offer revolving credit and some don't really offer mm. offset savings. So what is the difference? I think that um, the difference is one is technically like you're using your savings money to offset the mortgage. They're effectively the same thing, man. Like, yeah. I think I think it's easy to talk, instead of talking about what's the similarities, it's first and foremost understanding what the difference is between a offset savings and a revolving credit, what they share in common, and a fixed rate, I guess. Okay. Um, and the difference there is the ability to use money to temporarily make your mortgage cheaper but you still have the facility to reuse it. Yeah, so it's not like you're putting 50 grand against your mortgage and you're never gonna be able to, yeah. to use that money for an emergency. It's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, so the revolving credits and offset savings are the only facilities that let you use money to offset the mortgage in terms of the interest you're charged, but still reuse it later when you want to. Yeah, which is why it's pretty good. Pretty awesome in that sense. And I guess if you do have a $100,000 spare, in a savings account, you need to think about where is the best place for that money. In a savings account, it might earn you 1%, but in an offset savings account, it might save you 7%. So that's way better. 
fundamentally understanding how interest gets charged on your mortgage is the first step to knowing how this works and you get charged interest daily on your mortgage whether you are aware of that or not they send you the bill at the end of the month so it might be confusing you might think you get charged at the end of the month but they get, you get charged every single should day. we say it's calculated daily and charged either weekly yeah. fortnightly or monthly yeah. yeah so it's calculated daily and then they give you the bill later thanks yeah, so <laughs> so who is this revolving credit offset savings account like perfect for somebody that has some you know you have additional cash available that's in the savings account already or you have family that could contribute to your um, to your offset amount that you can use. So for example, some of the banks let you have up to 50 different bank accounts. So you could have money for your kids in there that could be saving you interest on your mortgage rather than earning them 1%. It's yeah. saving you 7%. So eventually, effectively you're gonna give them more in the, in the end anyway. So. Yeah, it's like, hey, I wanna pay your, your um, inheritance early. I've got this 100 grand. Oh, cool, I'll just put it in my bank account, offset my mortgage. Yeah. And then technically they could still use it if they needed it. 100%. Like yep. they might have, I guess this is a really good scenario, which I've just thought of, um, is <laughs> your parents are downsizing, they're going into a retirement home, they've got maybe $500,000 that they're going to be using for their retirement. Mm. And they're like, why don't you offset some of your mortgage with it? Because they're technically still going to be able to use it. Yep. And in the meantime, it's saving you money. Yep. I mean, it's just literally, it's just like, why pay somebody 7% for borrowing money when you have money that you can temporarily use yeah, to not sure. be charged money. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the other group of people that this is good for is like your self-employed, like sole traders that have got like tax money in one account, yeah. GST money in another account. They've got like a little bit of a buffer in, buffer in another account. Um, so some banks, like you said, will let you offset the total of that money against the one account that you set up as your revolving credit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I wouldn't get hung up right now on terms of what's the difference between an offset savings and a revolving credit. Um, that's probably something we can explain to you, like if we're, if we're talking to you about this in relation to your current situation, right? So the thing that's fundamentally you need to understand is are you actually capable of having one of these and, and is it a good idea for you? And indications that it may not be a good idea for you is if you have a... 30-year mortgage, you've got a one-year fixed rate or a two-year fixed rate, and you're really struggling to make repayments, and you just like to keep your accounts simple. You don't, you're not too stressed about trying to save as much interest as possible, and you kind of just wrapping your head around a basic concept of a mortgage at this stage. Yeah, probably not have for that, you. Yeah, and you don't have that spare money, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's go back to that that starting point of a mortgage. Like, how do people actually set this up? Can they? Hmm do it from the start if they've got the cash available or can they like break their current fixed rates if they've now got the cash available like what's the best way to, to do it or just wait until that fixed term is up yeah it it's all depends um sometimes so for example the easiest way would obviously be set it up when you get the mortgage in the first place um, yeah. because when you get the mortgage in the first place they basically just give you a big pot of money that you owe um, and say how would you like this split up that's a common misconception we see is like people just think they have to choose one yeah. one fixed rate for the whole mortgage. Fix well, everything for two years. Yeah, if you really wanted to, you could divide that up into as many portions as you want. Um, yeah. So fundamentally, first and foremost, it'd be good to set it up from the get-go if you can. If you want to change, or the other next option would be setting it up after the end of a fixed term. So your one-year fix comes off, 
say it's for $200,000 and then you decide to say I want a revolving credit or a offset for 100, you set that up and then you fix the other portion off um, again for whatever rate uh, loan term you want. Okay. Um, and we worked out an example that if we did have this $100,000 sitting in your offset and you kept your repayments the same as if you didn't have it in the offset, you'd end up paying off your principal so much faster, right? Yeah, so effectively, let's say you have a offset savings and what that does is it pays, it's the same, like you get charged a floating rate on an offset savings and you would pay that off, if you had no savings, you'd pay that off over 30 years, mm -hmm. right? So if you do have savings, you effectively pay that mortgage off over 10 years because all the money, your, your regular repayment that's the same the whole way through, just goes straight to principal. Yeah. So you take, you know, 20 years off your mortgage by doing that. As long as it's a pretty small mortgage, unless you're super mega loaded. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's, but just the, the concept is all about how can I not pay this bank all my money and in interest. Yeah. Let's talk to a mortgage broker so we can figure out how to save money on interest. Yeah. Um, the last one there, if you do want to break your mortgage halfway through and set up one of these facilities, um, most likely at the moment, the way interest rates are going, they're going up, you're not going to pay any break cost at all. Um, but you just be, need to be aware that you're probably breaking a lower interest rate to set up a yeah a higher one really. a higher one effectively so yeah. when i've talked and i probably just want to finish and expand a little bit on this people sometimes ask about using credit cards to uh make the effect of an offset savings or revolving credit bigger yeah. do you think that's a good idea for the right person yes and how would that work so the the concept is the bank charges you interest on the balance every single day so when you have a credit card, you're spending somebody else's money and the money that you have in your offset savings or your revolving credit stays the same. Or increases. Or increases paid, if yeah. you're getting paid and the money's going in <clears> there. Yeah, yeah. So it just means you're effectively spending somebody else's money and you don't get charged on a credit card. Uh, I think it was like 60 days. 56. 56 days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't get charged for that period of time. So there's no interest here and then you're saving on the interest here. And as long as you pay off the credit card before you accrue any interest, You've just you've just like absolutely maximized your interest yeah. savings. So that example would be use a credit card as like your FPOS card, yeah. pay for your groceries, pay for your petrol, then just before you're about to get charged interest, take money out of that offset account, pay it off, make sure you're getting paid into one of the accounts that can offset your mortgage and yeah. keep the balance as high as possible. The the it's kicker complicated. Is, the kicker is um, this only works if you're very diligent in making sure you pay off your credit card. Because if you go into owing money on your credit card, then you're immediately going to get charged twenty two percent or whatever it is. So yes, exactly. um, you've got to be good with your numbers to do that. So I, my recommendation would be if you think this is something you can do, try the revolving credit. If you work that really well, then transgress that. Like you know, go to a credit card after that, and you can kind of like. It's yeah. really, like you were, saying, yeah. you were saying before that seeing, having a revolving credit and seeing it on your banking app, it, you actually start to understand it because you can see the numbers and it, it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So how do people figure out which one of these and which bank is best for them? Talk, talk to us because all the banks uh, have different policies around this. They have different benefits. Some let you, for the offset savings, for example, some of them have 50 accounts that offset, some have 10, some don't even offer that facility. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a bit of a minefield. 
And how can they get in touch with us? Anthony at tanta.co.nz in terms of email. He's pointing at himself if you're not watching the video. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron at tanta.co.nz. Or you can just email support at tanta.co.nz. Thank God for subtitles, otherwise people would not understand <laughs> me. Um, other than that, thank you for listening and we will talk to you guys next time. Yeah, hope everyone's safe out there with the floods. And yeah, Again, reminder if you need any help with that or look at your what can be done there, just let us know. Yeah. All right, see you later. Cool, see you later.